0: Hi, my name is Peggy Blue. This is the Underground Experience with Uncle Earl.
1: A light sound, a universal energy forming organic tribal algorithms that spans the globe, reaching down to its very core. Euphoric, inspiration, revolution. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the ultimate underground. The Experience. Experience.
2: By 4 p.m., the vocal coaches are also adding to the anxiety as they ask for nothing less than perfection, especially the vocal coach from hell. hell. No. London, what
0: is that? In... Say, it! Do it from the top one more time and don't make a mistake. stage in front of all those people i'm going to be laying in my bed watching you just croak but perhaps
2: peggy's most valuable lesson was her philosophy on teamwork
0: bury on stage tap right dance on her tongue i think you don't know what you're doing make me a liar show me that you know and i will eat crow happily
1: beautiful Day in Los Angeles, and I'm um, amidst beauty. Uh, just a while back, and you know, I had uh, Linnell in here, and she called this Uncle Earl's Hot Box because we got hot up in here, but rightfully so, she might have named it because I have someone who can help me uplift and hold that name. I have the vocal coach from hell on American Idol here with me, Miss Peggy Blue, and she started singing in church at the age of three with her mother, Avis Blue. And recently, She's been on American Idol as a vocal coach from Hell, as you know. Press from around the world called her the new Simon Cowell. Fans called for Peggy to get her own show. She should be the new judge. The most exciting thing that's happened on Idol this year. She was also a Star Search Grand Champion female vocalist in 1996. And her first album, MCA, I Got Love. Dancing in the Streets reached number 35 on Billboard Dance Charts. The title song was I Got Love, using the ABC movie, off the Minnesota Strip. Oh. And then she had Capitol Records album, Blue Blower, charted high with critical raves from Billboard New York Post, New York Daily News, and USA Today. Uh, she had a third album, Living on Love, that was released in the UK. Great reviews once again, number one on radio charts in five countries She is a platinum selling artist She's recorded with Quincy Jones uh, Back on the block, Bob Dylan, Barbara Streisand, Tracy Chapman Colin No, Alice Cooper, Aaron Deville David Foster, Brian Setzer, Irene Cara The Crusaders, Smokey Robinson, the stable singers Phyllis Hyman, I'm getting the vapors I'm going to bring her in and let her hit you to what's going on Because it is overwhelming me how you doing, Miss Blue?
0: Hello, Uncle Earl. How are you, darling? I'm
1: doing wonderful. <laughs>
0: Hi to all your fans. Hey, hey, Hello. hey. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, you know, we've known each other. You've known me since oh, I was a wee lad. That's right. And um, uh, there's not much you don't know about me, but there's a lot I don't. I know about you, but there's some things that people may not know that I'd love to touch on. That can we go back to the beginning? Yes, we can. Um, now, what do
0: you mean with Jesus too?
1: Yeah, and you were three. All
0: the <laughs> way back there.
1: <laughs> All the way back there. Yeah, okay. y'all were hanging out. Oh, <laughs> <Playground>. yeah, <good. laughs> Yes. So you started singing at three. Yeah, I yeah. With your mom. Yeah, I did.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And, and what was that like?
0: Um. Well, if, if you knew my mom, mm-hmm. you would know that it was kind of scary. Mm. Um, my mother would first of all it goes it starts with my grandfather my mother's mother mm-hmm. who taught me my first song okay he was a minister mm-hmm. and he wanted somebody always to sing before he preached. Ah, he and my grandmother. Okay. They were pastors. Mm-hmm. And he would say to me, you, Grandpa is going to teach you this song when the roll is called up yonder. I couldn't say roll. I'd say yo. <laughs> when the yo is called the yonder, I'll be there. Okay. And my mom, went, once she taught me the lyrics, my mom then took me and said, okay, here's the melody. And if I got it wrong, she w- my mother would always stand behind me.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And she would <laughs> take my shoulders and push them like this. And she would hit like this that's how i learned where my diaphragm Mm -hmm. was by my mother punching me in it
1: okay
0: and And you'd kind of (laughs) go yes that's it right now use it (laughs) right Mm -hmm. and she'd stand up and and if you messed up she would stop you no matter Mm -hmm. where you were in Mm -hmm. the song and no matter (laughs) how many people were in front of you she would make you stop and start again and do it right Mm. But, Mommy, I sang it all the way down until the second chorus. It doesn't matter. Back it up and mm. go again. Mm. And this time sing it correctly from top to bottom. It was a miracle that I survived her.
1: Mm. But
2: what <laughs> but I did. You did. And she and... taught
0: me along with many choirs and many other singers, and I love her for it. Because mm. she taught me the integrity mm-hmm. of the song.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And of the craft.
0: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, that is that the is craft. the craft. You have to learn the integrity. Mm-hmm. That's like for your life. Yes. You know, you, you. RuPaul says, "Sing for your life." Yes. You have to sing for your life. Mm-hmm. It's a picture she taught me. A song is a picture, mm-hmm. and you have to paint it. Mm-hmm. She used to say a lot of things to me, honey. Uh, no, that's
1: right. <laughs> Now, do you have any siblings, or I don't. You don't. No, I don't. You are an only child.
0: No, I no, I wasn't you an wasn't. only child. Uh-huh. I I had a one brother, mm-hmm. half brother, uh, but we didn't really grow up together. He was older than me. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew him, but we didn't uh, kind of grow up together. But now he's for many, many years mm-hmm. been de- over okay. thirty years been deceased. Okay,
1: and um, now where do you actually hail from?
0: I was born in Lumberton, North Carolina, Mm -hmm. East Coast, but I grew up, and I was there until I was 14, Mm -hmm. and then I grew up the rest of the time in New York,
1: Mm -hmm. and I've been in
0: Los Angeles for about 26 years.
1: Yes, yes, Mm -hmm. And, and like I was going back in time, we first met through my mother.
0: Yes, Sandra Reeves Phillips. Yes. Children, if you guys don't know Sandra, th- the great, the omnipotent, the talented, this woman, your mother can outsing anybody, <laughs> anytime. She can outsing the average person when she's sweet. <laughs> And hoarse <laughs> and tired. And that's the truth. She's an awesome lady, and I Yeah, love
1: her. she's been wonderful, inspirational to me, you know, growing up as a young man. And she was a single mom, you know, so she yeah. had a lot to take care of my I sister know. and I, you know. I know. She did a great
0: job. And, and you look so much like her. And your is gorgeous, you know. Oh.
2: She's gorgeous. She looks.
0: I did a double take when you walked through the door. Because, hmm. see, I know you're from a little boy. Yes, you do. I watched your mother grow you and your sister oh yeah and she's still is, growing us trust me you never stop <laughs> yeah because she will no matter what you do your mother my mother says to me my mother is 94 years old mm. and she says to me now i am just as old over you today as i was the mm. day i had you because mm. she and she's right that's right and i say it to my kids. Mm. But, you know, we always think we run it, even when we don't. Exactly.
1: <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, um, this is just a little taste, because um, I think I'm running it, but there are some things that need to be run mm-hmm. in order for this to run. So we'll be right back with more from Miss Peggy Blue and Uncle Earl right after this.
3: <laughs> Welcome, please, for
2: Peggy Blue. It's hard to do when you when you're in
1: Hello, hello, hello. We are back here on the Underground Experience with me, your host, Captain and DJ, Uncle Earl, in sunny Los Angeles. I'm here with Miss Peggy Blue, and we've been just catching up, basically, and laying it down a nice little foundation. And uh, we were discussing her early years, and um, I was interested to know what was the pivotal moment that made you leave North Carolina on your journey?
0: Um, it started, and y- you know my pivots go for a minute. <laughs> it started when I was little, and I used to listen on the radio on Sunday nights mm-hmm. to ernie and randy 's record mark, those of you from the East Coast especially down in Memphis and Nashville and all of that, those places, mm-hmm. they'll know it's blues. Mm. And I grew up with preachers and missionaries and deacons, saints, and friends.
2: Mm. So, mm-hmm.
0: you know, in order for me to hear blues, I used to have to hide. Mm. And I heard, <laughs> <laughs> I used to hear, Mama, he you treats your daughter mean. Okay, uh-huh. on the radio. Mm. Uh, Ruth Brown. Mm. And I was supposed to be asleep. But my mother would hear the bed because I'd be in there rocking the radio <laughs> under my pillow. And she'd say, turn that off and go turn the reels off and go to sleep. Well, I'm growing and I'm growing. And yeah. this is like nine years old. By the time I was maybe 12 or 13, uh-huh. I pretty much covered most of North Carolina, mm. the, that state, singing mm-hmm. for this preacher in that tent meeting and mm-hmm. this choir and mm-hmm. whatever that was. And I, but I always had in my head. I want to go to New York, and this is what I want to do for a living. Mm. I know I want to be a singer, because I know that I have a message. Mm -hmm. To that point, I was doing gospel. Okay. And I used to watch when, when I would sing to people that they would say to me, you touched me. And... And that meant that I made them feel good. Mm-hmm. So that meant that I was a healer in song. That's
1: what you want. Yes. Okay. It's a ministry. I, it's
0: a ministry. And I knew this. Mm-hmm. Well, one day after I had quit my mother's church, because <laughs> so they didn't have the, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> that backbeat. <laughs> they didn't there. have that, <laughs> but the Church of God in Christ down the street had that, <laughs> including the band. Okay. So I left Mount Sinai, uh-huh. went to Mount Zion Church of God in Christ,
2: uh-huh.
0: met Bishop James Moore, who brought in. Now I'm about twelve or thirteen. Mm-hmm. He brought in the Nat Lewis Singers from mm-hmm. New York to run a week's revival.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Honey, those <laughs> children sang and sang. And sang, and the heavens opened, and I was like, oh, my God, how can I get to do this? How can I do this? (laughs) Nat Lewis said to me, when you grow up, if you ever come to New York, after you'd heard me sing, Mm -hmm. he said, you've got a job in my group. That never left my head. Okay. Now, my uncle from New York, from Brooklyn, New York, Mm -hmm. was the pastor of Rose of Sharon, Church of God in Christ. Mm He was having a convention. I am now 14. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He says to my mother, I'm doing like I want to get out of Lumberton because I've exhausted it. Yes, yes. I got a job. If you come here and sing in my choir, I will get you a tutor because this choir travels. Yes. I'll get you a tutor. And they call them nannies now mm-hmm, But it was mm-hmm. chaperone okay. One of those women with a belt <laughs> Exactly. That said go to bed
2: right.
0: After you do your homework mm-hmm, I don't care how long you say right. <laughs> Or a twig <laughs> That's it Three switches planned, a, hey, behind. Right. And so I left on a bus To mm-hmm. meet my Uncle Walter In Richmond, Virginia mm-hmm. To sing at his convention At 14 mm-hmm. And once I got to New York My first phone call Was to Nathaniel Lewis Mm -hmm. And I said I'm here He (laughs) said we're about to go to Vegas To work At the Nevada Club And we're going to be there With the Clara Ward singers A lot of people don't even know who that is Yes he said and I want you to go My My uncle says But you're too young It's a nightclub. Uh Joe Scandori and Mel Shane At that point said We'll get you working papers and we'll be responsible We'll send the tutor with you We'll send the
1: The chaperone
0: And that's I, I that's You know We're supposed to be The launch pad I did it Amazing. And I've been running ever since
1: Amazing
0: That group to this group To that stage To that stage That's what made me leave though Was my uncle's choir Wow Yeah
1: Now Now did you How is that Meeting the Clara Wood singers
0: Yeah How is that baby? It was like nothing you've ever seen. And they I, I think they're the first group, gospel group especially, that I had ever seen mm-hmm. who had actual costumes and actual movement. It was totally theatrical. Totally theater. Mm-hmm. All the way live theater. And I knew that's what I wanted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you can represent Christ without being in a shroud. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If that's, I hope that's not a bad word, mm. but you know that just, you yes, a, yes. a smarter, you don't have to be, <laughs>
1: <laughs> right.
0: you know, you can give, you put your best on mm-hmm. when you're going to go because, because the God I know is about the best. Yes, yes,
1: yes. So
0: you get all done up in your very best, your very yes. finest mm-hmm. and you walk on stage and you give praise, mm. you know, now, and wow. I love that about them. Great. Had yes.
1: Yes. <laughs> yes. And movements and throwing <laughs> oh, arms yes. and robes and just curling around. The,
0: and the sleeves. That and I patterned my sleeves after them. I've never let that go. Hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The sleeve can be tight here, but it must touch the floor.
1: Mahalia like
0: must move. Loved her. Loved yeah. her. Yeah.
1: Did you ever meet her? I never you did, never but her. I loved her. Who were some of the other people that you met on this journey? That's oh like my god. Through the gospel uh, circuit, I mean. Through first. the gospel circuit.
0: Yeah. The Davis sisters. Mm-hmm. The Clara Ward singers. The Drexel singers, the the Drexel singers <clears throat> were actually um, Dion Warwick's mom. Mm. That was her group. Okay. And I used to be their piano player. You I played for them? Yeah, I played. them. And uh, I used to be the organist, church organist, big old Hammond B three. right Honey, now I could ain't kick li- that
1: with back then? Oh yeah, <laughs> no, with the feet. you doing your little dance with the feet? Absolutely,
0: absolutely. Ooh. James Cleveland. Yes. Um, the Her and and James Herndon. Um, uh, the Shirley Caesar and mm. the, the the well all Doctor Love Colts and the harmon, all, all the way up, back Lee Williams way. and the uh, you know and the and the harmonets and so uh, and the, so just rich. everybody just everybody here's why because I became a permanent member of the Gospel Starlets. The Gospel Starlets were from Brooklyn, New York, and they were, although we were a local group, we were one of the only local groups who could, uh, our manager, Mrs. Faison, could actually pick up the phone Mm -hmm. and call James Cleveland and say, the Gospel Starlets are having their fifth anniversary Mm -hmm. in whatever month, and we would like you to come. Mm -hmm. And he'd come. And so you got to stand beside them. You got the, the Raymond Raspberry singers. This is how I met Carl Hall at one of our anniversaries. Because mm. he was the, singer, the lead singer for the Raspberry singers.
2: Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. And
0: that's who broke me into the secular side mm-hmm. of the business. Nice. Wow. Took me right out of the gospel and said, you coming over here to the studio with me. Okay. Ooh,
2: ooh. And
0: between him and George Faison, honey. Yes. Lashing.
1: Uncle George. On that note, we're gonna take a little break. (laughs) We'll come on back. (laughs) We're having fun here, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen. Pardon me, but um, it's it's gonna get better. This is only the beginning. So come on back. You don't want to miss a thing. All right. See you in a bit. true but I'm ready to go in a little deeper all the way in I'm here with Miss Peggy Blue artist extraordinaire vocal coach from hell gospel diva she's anointed she's blessed she's inspirational I mean she's wonderful she's glowing here in the studio today she looks fabulous
0: I'm glowing because
1: I'm with you oh shucks (laughs) flatty would get you everywhere (laughs) Now, right before the last break, we had introduced theater in your life, um, starting with George Faison, who yes. I know very well. And um, I just want to read off a few of these credits here because they're amazing. You, I know there's stuff before and in between, but you starred in the German production of Michael Jackson's musical Sisterella. Sisterella, yeah. And Wild wow, Women Blues with our mother of all times, Ms. Linda Hopkins. Yeah. And uh, Michael actually produced your single, single. I yeah. Got the Money.
0: I Got the Money. It's amazing. That's that money came by happiness. Oh, uh-huh, <laughs> mm-hmm. They say you've been shopping at the wrong place.
1: Yes, yes. And you also co-starred in Mama. I want to sing.
0: Yes, wonderful.
1: I mean, you've done the Whiz.
0: Yeah, Auntie M and Glenda. I did the Broadway and the National.
1: Now, can now coming from the gospel and secular side of music, how was that
0: transition getting into theater for you? It was. That was frightening, a, a little bit, but it was only frightening because some of the saints try to scare you and one woman said, God's going to take your voice because you are not singing gospel anymore, you are now singing for the devil. And I said, I'm not singing for the devil, I'm putting my talent and my abilities ...on a stage so that I can bring somebody. Mm -hmm. And you guys at the churches forget that Jesus Christ went into the... He said, go into the hedges and Highway and preach my gospel. And I always just prayed, Lord, even if I'm screaming, baby, let them hear your name. Yes. Mm -hmm. So when I got to theater, I just... Whatever the role was that I needed to play... Mm -hmm. I just thought, let the real inside of me and whatever the real truth of me is, let it shine, mm-hmm. so that somebody can say, "Oh, I know who what that is." Mm-hmm. So in the Wiz, I was playing Auntie M,
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, and that is a mother. And so when you t- when a mother talks to her child,
2: mm-hmm.
0: even though you're scolding, you're scolding with love,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and you tell her. To get in here, mm-hmm. but she can feel, okay, Mommy, mm-hmm. I'm going to listen. Mm-hmm. When Daya in Sister Ella was angry and she was yelling mm-hmm. at Ella, she was supposed to not like Ella, but my character was, listen... You are not really my, you are my stepdaughter, mm-hmm. but that doesn't matter because I raised you like my daughter, mm-hmm. so I'm going to still chastise you, but I'm going to do it in love. Mm-hmm. So it's the same, it's the, mm-hmm. as long as you can balance it all mm-hmm. out, mm-hmm. theater is just like life, because mm-hmm. it's present.
1: Yes, yes. And, and, and you must bring lightness to the dark, you can't bring darkness to the light. No,
0: that is absolutely it.
1: So... That's it's what you're doing.
0: So I'm. I, it was scary for a moment, mm-hmm. and then I realized, oh, I know what this is. Came fun.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so what was? I know you've done so many things, but do you have a major, major highlight out of theater? What was one moment that was very inspirational, uplifting, or like a light bulb went off, like an epiphany moment in theater? Oh my God! I know you've had many.
0: Yes, I have. <laughs> but. Um, I have to say I have to go and start with the Wiz mm. when when in the role I played Glenda mm-hmm. the song that Charlie Smalls wrote Believe if you believe when you know coming from where I came from you're afraid that okay I'm a little North Carolina girl who doesn't know I, I don't really know what the city does I don't know if I'm good enough, but I believe that I am. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think I can do this. The song wrote. he wrote said, if you believe within your heart, you'll know mm-hmm. that no one, and there's the key word, no one can change the path that you must go. And every night that I would sing that song, mm-hmm. It was my lesson to me. Peggy, mm. believe it. Because if and see it. Because if you can see it, you can be it. Mm. Mm-hmm. That was a real light bulb moment. Every night I walked on that stage to sing that song, sitting up in those squatting hands. Yes. Those, yes. those men were holding
2: it. Yes. Men's. <laughs> men, not men, not men.
0: <laughs> <laughs> six of them. Wow. And I could rock in their arms and know that it was going to be. If you believe, and I, that man wrote that song for me. Mm. He wrote that for me.
2: Okay. Wow. Wow. Ooh.
1: And um, you know, even with the theater, you you segued into working with like Stevie Wonder, Luther Vandross, Bob Dylan, George Michael, Smokey Rums, and Stephanie Mills, and so many other people.
2: <laughs> How'd you fit it all in?
0: <laughs>
1: Were there two of you running around?
0: Uh, well, I'm a Gemini. <laughs> okay. So you had, this, <laughs> you had a bunch of me. Okay, there's a bunch of you know. <laughs> <laughs> I wake up my yeah. husband someday. Going, How y'all doing today?
2: Oh.
0: <laughs> Everybody oh, all yeah. right? <laughs> 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 you
1: never know. That is amazing, though. My
0: life is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're gonna get. That's mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. But yes, it was. Um, you know, in life, you just go. You, you. I never had. Like a plan, plan, plan. Mm. Somebody said, Oh, are you gonna be rich when you grow up? And I said, What I am is a working artist. Mm-hmm. If so I never really set out to be this big rich because I knew I already was.
2: Because mm. I had the yeah, rich spirit. baby. Yeah. The mm-hmm. love
0: of my family. I have the God in me. I have friends. I'm rich. Mm. I have a gift. I know how to share it. Mm. I'm alive. I'm well. I'm healthy. I'm happy most days. Mm. Who could be what what gets better than that? Right, right. So yeah, I was able to fit it all in because I went from this to that and it's all just work Mm -hmm. for me. Mm -hmm. And here's how you really fit it in. When you're as blessed as we are. That our job is something that makes us so happy, then you don't clockwalk. That's the key. And you don't go, oh God, I gotta go. In this. <laughs> okay. Oh, I gotta go. Uh, uh-uh. you go. Oh, I gotta go and do this tomorrow.
1: Yes, yes, nice. Yes. Get it
0: in, please. Please, <laughs> right. Make room,
1: right. <laughs> but I want, I want to tap on one, one particular uh, moment in time, and that was Sweetwater's. Yeah. That was like a treasure chest yes, it of talent and people and spirits. Yes, it, yes. I mean, from Mr. Skip. Ty Stevens, Allison Williams. Yes. I mean, it was yes. Valerie Pettiford. I mean, it, it was Denise just... Morgan. Yeah, rich.
0: Just rich, rich, rich.
1: It was a family.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I made good friends there. I worked there for many years. Mm. You know, Jackie Harry used mm. to work out of there too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Before she Yes. W. Elliot English, mm-hmm. all of those divas, honey. Mm-hmm. Um it was one of the best times in my life. And some people would go, Well you're you were in a nightclub every mm-hmm. night, honey, 'cause that's where it was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's where it all was happening That's where
1: God led you at that moment
0: That's where you had to go Mm -hmm. If you wanted to do what we had to do Mm -hmm. And what we had to do And still have to do Is give music We had to share it Mm -hmm. And Larry Gallagher would call in Everybody, honey And even Mama Linda Hopkins She would come and tear the walls Mm -hmm.
1: out Mm -hmm. I miss those days
0: I, I miss those days
1: I mean you know they attempt to do it but it's it's not the same there's, there's something the same. missing because not everybody's about to die but I
0: saw your mother once at the village gate because mm. we used to do that too mm. your mother walked across the stage at the village gate and I thought I was going to have to knock my husband <laughs> out because see I'm, I've told you guys your mother beautiful and you those of you who know Sandra you know Sandra Reeves Phillips you know that is a gorgeous diva and she walked across that stage because this was all during her time Yes, all of us were right there together yes. raising our children, yes. putting food on our table mm. with our talent Go and ahead. with our gifts, and we're lucky. Mm. And that diva walked across the <laughs> stage, honey, in a black dress with a hat that had a red feather in it. <laughs> <laughs> My husband went. And at the same time I said to God she's gorgeous. <laughs> but that was all during that mm. that time. That fed us more than literal food. Mm. It fed our souls, mm. it fed our spirit, it fed our smiles mm. it was great okay. it was a great time, mm. great time.
1: well I want to leave y'all with that to suck on that bone for a minute <laughs> how about that and then we're going to come back and we're going to move on into the present but ladies and gentlemen go up stand stretch your legs get some beverage to wet your palate and come on back from some more with Miss Peggy Blue and Uncle Earl see ya <laughs>
2: rehearsals were tough, especially for Lauren.
3: I had lost my voice a little, you know, but I, and I was out of my element very much, so.
2: So tell, tell, tell,
0: tell, tell. Ooh, this yeah. is not gonna work now. Okay, who are you supposed to be looking at? Dude. Why are we still working on this stupid one part? Because of me. What you don't do is listen. Do not not sing it. Now sing it again. Sing it again. Will you still love? Girl? Hello? There's no crying in music. What's that, tears? No, I don't. These are sadness are tears of me needing to focus and get myself together. Okay, are you on Ritalin? No, I'm not on Ritalin. Okay, then focus. Wake up and smell the coffee. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to this marvelous show with Uncle Earl, who you all know. You see, I know him as my baby, Lacey. (laughs) Um, But he wanted me to just talk to you a minute and give you some, I guess, some little tidbits. And I want to use a word, a sentence that he said a lot of people, a lot of young people uh today think that they can, in order to have a career in the music business, I think the business has fooled you into thinking that you can just, as he said, add water and stir. But that is not the way it's done, kids. You also have to bake that bad boy. You can stir it and pour it, but it'll be runny. And if you came up the way I came up, they taught us my Vocal coaches and my dance teachers and my acting teachers, um, the George Faison's and the Kamals and um, the and the Kenny Ortegas and many many others taught me, in order to sing a song. This is coming out of the words of Carl. Hall. If you want to sing a song and you want to make somebody listen, then don't you start screaming at them. There's a word called a beginning. There's another word called the middle, and there's the back end word called the end. And if you have not painted a picture by the time you get to the end, we're not going to know what you're talking about. We ain't going to know what your story is. We ain't going to know why you sang it. You don't do a riff or a run unless there's a reason. That's called a pressure point. Find the pressure point in the song, kids. Please, my mother taught me, When we're singing or speaking, especially my people, we have a tongue, we have teeth, and we have lips. And it takes all three of those entities to form a word. Use them, and use them wisely.
1: And let the church say amen.
2: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
1: Amen. <laughs> Woo, thank you so much And they, And they mm. need to,
0: you know, and I, I just want to add, please, if I may, mm. learn your craft by going back and bringing it forward. Mm. You can't know where you're going unless you know where you came from. So when a singer or somebody who is an aspiring singer turns to me and say to me, I don't know who the Beatles are, and you want to be a singer? I don't know who Sam Cooke was. And you want to be a singer? Learn your craft. And go. And it starts way back there. Go all the way back to Ma mm. Education the
1: is the key.
0: Education. You have to know a little bit about everything. Mm-hmm. Even if you want to be a rapper. Mm-hmm. You want to be a rapper? Go back to Curtis Blow. Mm-hmm. Let's back it all the way up to there.
1: Let's go back to the beat poets. Let's
0: go back to... Thank Jack you. Kerouac. Thank you.
1: Uh, uh, Gil Scott Heron.
0: Gil Scott Heron. They're the original Let's go all the rappers. way back there. Yeah. And then you know what not to do.
1: Mm-hmm. And to do. <laughs> now, that brings us to the present. Miss Vocal Coach Mel.
0: Oh, Lord.
2: <laughs> <laughs> ah,
1: now, let me, let me just ask you a question. When that was first pinned on you. Did you accept it graciously? I mean, li- honestly, was it? I did. You did. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Because he's. I'll tell you what. When I when I heard that, <laughs> I got so tickled. <laughs> it tickled me because <laughs> I when I heard it, I said, "What do you mean by that?" That was from Nigel Lythgoe.
2: Uh-huh.
0: What do you mean by that? And that just meant she don't take no mess. <laughs> and. It meant, if you don't do the work, there's hell to pay. That's all it meant. But it means that, like I said before, I will put my hand around your throat and Mm. squeeze, but in love. Mm. Okay? That just means I grab you and bring you and say, what is that you think you're singing? Because you ain't sung yet.
2: Right. (laughs)
1: Just making noise.
0: (laughs) Just making noise. Just making noise. And cut that noise out.
1: No, but it must be amazing to have such a great opportunity to work daily and weekly with an amazing group of people. I mean, I know Randy Jackson. I worked with him on Mariah Carey's tour. I went on the tour with him. He is great, awesome, amazing, amazing, wonderful. He is
2: amazing. Yeah,
1: and and I mean now you have you have you have new guests I mean new guest hosts on the show
0: new well um, because
1: Simon left
0: Simon left but there's now there's new new, we call him Yummy Steven Tyler Yummy (laughs) Yummy he's yummy Uh, and he's yummy because and that's not a a sexy sexual thing he's yummy because he's a real rock star he's the real deal Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. okay
1: yeah don't get no better than that. that
0: let me tell you something that man
1: can
2: lose eats and breathe at it.
0: very most, in whatever genre,
2: mm.
0: he come in and you know that there's fire behind what he's doing,
2: because
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he knows mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he's not a newcomer. Mm. And then there's J-Lo. Mm. You know, so. Yeah. <laughs> I see you like that. Yes. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> so, yes. It's a, it's a good mix. Yes, yes. It's a good mix. And yes. I'm blessed to be a part of that, to have been a part of that. I don't know if I'm going to go back. Uh, you know, if I'll be there season 12 or not. Mm. I, I mean, That's season up 13. to the Lord. I hope so. That's up to God mm-hmm. and Nigel mm-hmm. <laughs> and oh, whoever and, and Ken, I should say. Mm-hmm. Nigel mm-hmm. and Ken.
1: And, and, and I must mention one other person who has made an impact on my life, Mr. Ray Chu.
0: That's my Ray my boo.
1: He is an amazing person and Janelle. Yeah. Yeah. They're awesome. I work with them on the singing bee as a music librarian. They hired me. I and it was a moment that it changed my life ever, and it led me to what I'm doing right now.
0: When uh, Michael yeah. Orland, we were season 11, we were in Vegas, mm. and Michael came to my room one day, and this was the day that he had to make the call to Ray. Mm. And he didn't know Ray, mm-hmm. and he didn't know that I knew Ray. Mm. I know Ray for many, many up to Boop Boop years, mm-hmm. okay, from back east. Yes. He said, oh, Michael, oh, I've got to make this phone call. We've got this new and blah, 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 blah. And I said, who? <laughs> Some guy named Ray from New York. I said, would his last name be Chu? And he, Michael said, yeah. How did you know? I said, listen, here's what you do. You make the phone call and you tell Ray that his Peggy boo." Peggy Blue Boo, because he calls me Peggy Blue My Boo. Mm -hmm. And I call him Ray Chew My Boo. Mm -hmm. I said, so you tell him Peggy Blue is Boo. (laughs) Said, give you the time of day. (laughs) He said, what? I said, tell him that.
1: Just tell him Tell him,
0: I said, give you the time of day. And he's the nicest, one of the sweetest men you will ever tell. Well, when he made the phone call, he and Ray clicked. And he came back to my room and said, you were so right. He's a nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> amazing, of he's amazing a nice guy. guy. He's professional, amazing and he's guy. Awesome, mm-hmm. awesome man.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. Just in, just in life, not even the work. I mean, he was just ingratiating in just being around.
0: That's I mean, and I he respects an awesome
1: people, man. and that he would ask me my opinion. I was like." Yeah. Yeah, what? You don't need my opinion. You, you the man. You and know, he but he—he he was very open. He said, "They What do you think about such and such and such?' And really want you to answer. If you didn't, that's when he didn't. You know, but he, he, if he asked for it, he wants you to give it. Great, great when, people. When uh, yeah. we
0: were in Vegas this, this past season, mm. one day I had I had all these men <laughs> and,
1: uh, ladies and gentlemen, that's all we have to take a little break right now. But come back for the wrap up with Miss Peggy Blue.
0: they were you know I can't tell I'm a woman I can't tell you how to be a man and I can't tell you I mean I can stand like this and say stand like this and put your arm but I'm still a woman yes and I said I know what I'm gonna do so I called Ray and I said you gotta come over here to my room and show these men how to be men and yell at them like in the man's voice yes yeah. <laughs> no matter how much I said to them Get it right. Mm-hmm, they were mm-hmm. like, Well, you're still a woman and we're bigger than you.
2: Mm-hmm, so, you know, mm-hmm.
0: honey, Ray walked in my room and said, All right, I'm not going to say but a few words and you better do it. I wish the cameras had gotten that mm. that day. He said, Move like this and do this. And stop. He said, Stop switching your arms. <laughs> Because men do this. Right. When he walked out of that room, they did it. And I said, so, it took a real man to come in here and show you how to be real, man.
2: Mm-hmm. He heard mm-hmm. me
0: and he turned around and cracked up <laughs> on his way out the door. That's amazing. So That's amazing. So funny and wonderful. And I must
1: also <laughs> highlight your partner for life. Ted. Yes, Mr. Ted Perlman, who is amazing artist, musician, producer, writer.
0: Yeah, he is. Man.
1: Great man. Yes. Yes. He's my
0: friend. hmm He's my husband. Mm-hmm. He, I know he's my soulmate. Mm. I know he told me God sent us together to teach me a lesson.
1: Oh, okay.
0: I can't tell you Alrighty why.
1: All
2: righty then. <laughs>
0: because it would, <laughs> it would cause many problems. Okay. If okay. I said why. All right. But he said God sent me to you to teach you a lesson. Mm. Um. I can't imagine that this coming June twenty ninth. Mm hmm in a few days we'll be 38 years married. Wow. Nice. Okay. I can't imagine. I, and, and you know marriage is a, it encompasses many things. Mm-hmm. It's a friendship, it's a love relationship, it's a brotherhood, it's a chastisement, mm-hmm. it's a spiritual thing, mm-hmm. it's a thing thing. <laughs> and when you work together and you live together. It can be a real
1: test. And love together.
0: And love together. Mm-hmm. But you're not in love every day.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Some days, well, I won't say that. You, you are in love every day. Some days you don't like each other. And that's and okay. And those are the hard days. Mm-hmm. Because when you don't like each other, and you stop talking for even an hour, mm-hmm. you've lost your best friend. And that is the loneliest feeling Mm -hmm. in the world. So I will say to the married couples who work together, who love together, who live together, who do whatever it is you do together stay friends. And never go to bed not speaking. Mm -hmm. Now, we've never done that. We always make up before, you know, because once the light's out, you don't know if that light's coming back on again. Absolutely. You have to. You have to water it like the plants in your garden. Mm-hmm. And weed it. Well, you better.
1: <laughs> and hoe it.
0: Honey, because there's a hoe.
1: There's hoe, there's a way.
0: There's Hello. <laughs> That's going to come around, and I'm telling you, I've had to back up many. I'm not afraid to do that. Okay. Those people who know me know I'll back you up <laughs> with a hoe in my hands. Get back. Okay. Oh, yeah, buddy. I'll go to war wow. for what's mine. All right. And that's
1: true, (laughs) mine. Alright, ladies and gentlemen. We're gonna take one more break and then we're gonna come back for a wrap-up with Miss Peggy Blue right after this, okay? (laughs) Y'all coming back for the last (laughs) little tidbit. Here we go. Back to Uncle Earl's Hot Box. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, Playground. How y'all doing? I like I'm just having, <laughs> you like yeah, Hot like Box? Hot <laughs> box. <I> like <laughs> well, we're having a good time here today, and um, wow, it's been incredible hanging out with Miss Peggy Blue, artist extraordinaire, for this past hour. I, I thank have you, a great you so time much. With you. you know, and life is good, God is good. I mean, we've been around each other for so many times, and we just thought of something recently. We did this photo shoot. Yeah. For yeah. Black Stars of Broadway. Oh,
0: Broadway, mm-hmm. it was the most amazing yeah. thing I saw. The African
1: American Museum downtown. Yes,
0: baby. I saw people that I had not seen in eons.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Everybody looked good. It was a glorious day. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to go home. <laughs> I, I didn't want to leave home.
1: <laughs> I know, I know, and that's when I first mentioned to you about coming in and doing the show, and here we are. Yes, you did. Here we are. Here we is. We be here. Here we is, Yes. I yes. Is. So I, how I want to tell everyone how they can find you. If they need to, okay. how they can reach out or, well, you
0: know, Well, I'm going to have to, I'm going to rattle all this stuff off. <laughs> okay. My email, of course, is Peggy. And don't forget, y'all, it's Peggy with an I, P-E-G-G-I, and Blue, no E, mm. B-L-U. Okay, so Peggy at PeggyBlue.com is the email. Mm. Just plain PeggyBlue.com is the website. Mm. You can hit me up on Facebook. Peggy Blue, well, Facebook.com slash, you know, Peggy Blue. Mm -hmm. Twitter, same stuff. Twitter.com slash my name. And MySpace, too. Um, You can find me Mm -hmm. if you need to. And if you can't find me, ask Uncle Earl. Okay, He knows where to reach
1: me. (laughs) I know. I got you. (laughs) Wow. Well, this has been such an honor Mm -hmm. and a blessing for you to come on up in here in the Underground Experience.
0: I've had the most... Fantastic day. May I just please do a plug sure. for my record? Oh, please, I please. I am so blessed to be asked for a few years now to co-write some songs and be a part of a CD with a group out of Europe mm. called Cool Million. Mm. Uh, cool Million is, they are, the music is like 80s when the music was real music. Mm-hmm, you know what, mm-hmm. R&B as we know it. Mm-hmm. And this year, I have two songs that I co-wrote with them. And the album drops on the 2nd of July, may I? Hello. Yeah, that's <laughs> today. I love it! Yeah, it drops today. today! That's right. <laughs> So go to Amazon, go and find it. It's called Cool Million 111 and and let us know what you think about Let's try to do i know <laughs> the time today. is flying.
1: time tick 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 bang 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 goes traveling oh Tick 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 Please. goes your clock
0: <laughs> yes baby yes
1: well well i bless you continued blessings success health and all that goodness that you deserve thank
0: you more. i'm so honored to have been here and i send light and love and happiness to all the audience everywhere
1: thank you All right, ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. Uh, If you want more, reach out and touch. This is Uncle Earl here on Underground Spirits. Come back; there'll be more. I don't know what yet, but there'll be something. There's always something. I like to surprise you. (laughs) All right.
2: (laughs) We love you. Be blessed. Be blessed.
1: Love our environment. Love each other. We only have one of each. Take care of it. Okay. Ciao.
2: Ciao. (laughs) So say to give any love
0: I just want to let you know that today is one of the most happy days of my life because the new CD that I'm on, Cool Million 111, drops. Today is July 2nd, and wherever you are around the world, please go and buy it. Go to iTunes, Amazon, CD Baby, CD Now, and a host of any of them that you can think of. Get it.
2: i
1: Gentlemen, how you doing? This is Uncle Earl, your host, Captain, and DJ of the Underground Experience here in wonderful Los Angeles. How you doing? I'm excited. It's you know how they say June is busting out all over. Well, we got the goods. We're bringing it too. I want to talk to you today about the Rhythmic Lounge, which was created in order to open the doors for up and coming artists and entertainers of all kinds, and to give people a place to promote their talents and network. Now, the Rhythmic Lounge started as a fairly simple website, but has turned into so much more. With the creation of the Rhythmic Lounge Radio, following suit, the radio started out as merely a 24-7 stream of hand-picked music submitted by talented musicians from the website, but is now an integral part of the company. Listeners from all over the world tune in regularly to hear the wide variety of music as well as the educational, musical, and talk radio shows that they now host. The success of the website and radio has taken the Rhythmic Lounge to a whole new level, and I am proud to announce that the Rhythmic Lounge magazine will make its debut in June of 2012, which is now. Yes, the Rhythmic Lounge is the place for all artists, musicians, writers, bands, poets, comedians, models, actors, actresses, lyricists, photographers, DJs, and more. If you want to be noticed, that is the place to be. And I have the CEO and founder of Rhythmic Lounge, Ms. Chantal Atkins, on the line. How you doing? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. I got a lot of energy <laughs> That was great. Well, I'm like, wow, how can I be a part of that? No. <laughs> but, but it's so wonderful, you know, to meet you. I mean, talk to you. I, I can't wait to meet you. We met over the Internet, you know, as that's the way these days. And it's, not, it's LinkedIn, if I'm not mistaken, correct? yes correct. yeah and um, and it was just a night nice, I, I saw your side I was like wow that looks really interesting because we're trying to do similar things here and the more the merrier you know if we can all help each other then things will get done as opposed to trying to be all out there on your own you know so I thank you for taking this time and lending your time to the arts and the industry yeah
2: thank you so
1: much for speaking with me hey hey and you're on the east coast correct I am, in Connecticut. In Connecticut. You know, I'm from New York. I'm down yeah. under you. <laughs> yeah. Well, I live in L.A. now, but I'm from New York. I'm a New Yorker native. But uh-huh. um, let me ask you this. Let's, let's go back in time. Um, can you tell us about Chantal as a, as a little girl? Yes. Um, I would
3: say that I was kind of all over the place um, as far as what my interests were. Um, I played basketball ever since I think I could walk mm. um, so I spent a lot of my early years traveling uh, basketball teams and playing, you know, at junior high and high school and doing the whole, the whole sports thing. Mm. And, you know, now I've gotten a little older, not as quick as I used to be, so i <laughs> <laughs> kind of settling down and, yeah. and just doing the business thing now.
1: Mm-hmm. And did you have any idea that you would be involved with the arts, per se?
3: Um, I knew from an early age that I really wanted to be my own boss.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, I actually grew up with my mom who owned um, a shop in Hartford, Connecticut, and my father owned um, a pet store in Bloomfield, Connecticut, wow. and I was always really inspired about, um, you know, doing my own thing and being an entrepreneur, and mm-hmm. my parents really instilled that in me,
2: mm-hmm. that
3: drive to, to really create something on my own rather than following the past from about, you know, working on different other people, yes. so I definitely knew that I wanted to do something on my own, it wasn't until, you know, a little later when I kind of knew that I really wanted to do something that
1: was business and, you know, entertainment related. Mm. Well, it's a huge undertaking that you have here, but it's wonderful when people take the challenge, yeah. <laughs> it's a great thing. Now, do you have brothers and sisters too?
3: I do. I have a younger sister. Uh, she's 16, so she's actually just getting her license soon. I'm um, going you know, spend a lot of time staying off the road once I have this problem. I have an older brother and sister uh, from a previous
1: marriage, actually. Mm-hmm. And are they involved in the arts or music or anything in the industry?
3: Not really. Mm-hmm. Um, my little sister, actually, she's a, a huge music fan, and she's kind of like me. She listens to a little bit of everything, so mm-hmm. I can definitely see her. It'd be interesting to see what
1: she's going to do ten years from now. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if it's something in entertainment. Uh, maybe A and R, since she likes music. You know, you never know. You never know. I <laughs> know. <Why> <laughs> now, um, how, how how? What is the climate for the industry in Connecticut? You know, what is, what is the, how are the people in, you know, in regards to the arts? Are they supportive of it, or is it like, okay, whatever, but how do you feel about it? Well,
3: it's kind of interesting, uh, with Connecticut, actually, um, I've noticed a lot, there are, there's definitely a lot of talent, um, mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of people, you know, just in person, you know, either performing, or even going online and, you know, researching some people in the area, and we have a lot of amazing talent pouring out of Connecticut, mm-hmm. um, As far as networking and and things of that nature, um, I think we're slowly getting to the point where everyone is supporting one one another rather than taking your own little group and just kind of pushing that and and kind of leaving everyone else off to the
2: side, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm.
3: um, if if they're not part of, you know, your group. And I think we're slowly starting to realize that that's really not the way to go. Mm -hmm. If you're really trying to make a name for yourself and, you you know, where you're from and just... I think the best thing to do is to really support one another and mm-hmm. work with one another. Mm-hmm. Everyone has something to learn yes. so, from, from someone else, and I think that's the right way to do
1: it. Yes. Now, when you, when you did start this Rhythmic Lounge, did you have a lot of support, or was it a hard road to hoe?
3: I've had an amazingly uh, large amount of support, actually. Um, most of the people that I come into contact with, they're... They're really excited about the idea. Mm -hmm. They're happy to see a site, you know, a company that really brings everything together rather than uh, separating different acts or separating different types of entertainment Mm -hmm. um, where they can come to the Rhythmic Lounge website and see it all. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Now, how how large is the company? I mean, how many people are working with you on this?
3: I'm the CEO and Mm -hmm. owner, Mm -hmm. and as of now... um, I have been able to do a lot of this on my own. Mm -hmm. Um, I have some interns that have helped me with the magazine and have some really great and supportive friends and, you know, close people around me who Mm -hmm. have definitely helped with some of the aspects of the company, Mm -hmm. but um, I haven't really had to branch out too much as Mm -hmm. far as employees and, and things of that nature, but I'm sure that's something that's going to be coming in the near future.
1: All right. Well, I really admire you, your tenacity. Because I understand the plight and, um, you know, I started this underground experience, you know, simply. And, you know, still it's a work in progress, but that's how you have to do just fill of dreams. Build it and they will come. And that's what you're doing. It's wonderful. So now, um, um, tell me this. What was the, um, you said the radio started just as, like, just picking people and putting them on the site without any intent? Or did you have a specific idea and goal in mind with starting the radio? Stream. With
3: the radio, I really wanted to promote the up and coming talent, especially from the website. So, mm-hmm. what we have now is the radio streams 24
2: 7, mm-hmm. and it's all music that was submitted from members of the Rhythmic Lounge website who are, are musicians. And it's different genres of music. Mm-hmm. You know,
3: I go through all the songs personally
2: myself. Thank you. And
3: <laughs> you know, handpicked ones to add to the radio playlist. Mm-hmm. And. We also have a really good number of different talk and education uh, shows that we have on the radio as well. Um, They're weekly shows, and some are an hour long, and some are two hours long, and like I said, some of them are education talk shows. We have hip-hop music shows, country, rock, techno, a little bit of
2: everything.
1: Mmm, nice, nice, nice. That makes for a nice soup. (laughs) (laughs) And um, now you are going into a new endeavor that is very exciting the rhythmic lounge magazine which is making yeah. its debut now <laughs> we're up on it <laughs>
2: yeah. how was uh, that journey um,
3: go
1: ahead. i say how was that journey oh wow um it's been i would say
3: it was a long journey but it hasn't been that long um i'd say less than Two months ago, I decided that I was going to move forward with it and said, you know what, I wanted to come out in June, and I knew it was going to be an extremely (laughs) aggressive
2: goal to make
3: it a June release, but I said, you know what, I'm up for the challenge. And a lot of people around me who are supporting it, and a lot of people that I've networked with and met, and I just hit the ground
2: running and and, it's
1: here it comes. Mm. So uh, is it based on the same premise of the Rhythmic Lounge website, or are you taking another platform or adding it to it? What is your goal um, with the magazine?
3: Well, the goal with it is definitely, like I said, the website itself provides a platform for people to display their talent and mm-hmm. network mm-hmm. uh, with mm-hmm. others, and the magazine is an extension of that, and it's just the print platform of the website and mm-hmm. the radio, mm-hmm. so... We're gonna have different, you know, different columns, whether it be fashion, um, music, things like that, and we're featuring an amazing um, list of different entertainers, different musicians, and fine artists from um, around the world,
2: not mm. uh, just in the U.S. We're um, so really
3: excited about that, and it's just gonna be a really great magazine for people to get their hands on who are supporters or fans of any type of music, any type of fine art.
1: Oh right, well, I can't wait for you to join us out here on the West Coast. I'm excited about it. <laughs> it's like family coming home. come on home, baby no <laughs> but but we welcome you out here. I do anyway, and I will help spread the word in any way I can. but I want well, just to let's just relax a little bit now, what does Chantal do after all this business? just to relax and you know just chill uh,
3: honestly, I sit back, I listen to music, and I I play video games here and there. Mm-hmm. I like to work out, you know, I try to stay in shape, go to the gym a little bit, maybe play some basketball, you know, just shoot around. I just like to sit back, and when I'm doing nothing, which is not too often, I like to just do nothing.
1: Mm, that sounds good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, it doesn't
3: happen too often, but I try to take advantage of it whenever I can. I and I, like, I love to travel,
1: so I I'm always looking for... A new place to travel, you know, some new adventure to get involved in. Nice, nice. And what, what little pearl of goodness or gem of wisdom that you could bestow upon some artists, you know, that are listening out there about staying power or how to deal with this industry, you know, as stressful as it is, you know, and not give up?
3: I would say the most important thing is to make sure that you're doing what you love. I think if you're actually involved in something that you truly believe in mm. and that you're excited about every day that you wake up, it'll come easily. The stress won't really be too stressful, mm-hmm. um, and everything negative around you really will not be able to get to you, because if you really love what you're doing, it's gonna, I mean, you're, you're going to take the good of the bad, and it won't be a problem
1: at all. Mm. Nice, nice. And can you tell our listeners where they can find you? and the magazine and the website and the world of The Rhythmic Lounge.
3: Absolutely. Just go to therhythmiclounge.com and there you'll see the website, you'll see the radio, and you will see the link to the magazine as well, and you can go there and pre-order your copy now.
1: All right, all right. And by the way, Uncle Earl's going to be in the first issue. Just had to throw that in. But um, is there anything that we didn't cover that you'd love the listeners to? at this point I'm sorry is there anything that we have not covered that you'd love the listeners to know about you or the lounge uh,
3: we're always looking for people to network so I mean definitely go to the website uh, check out the contact us page and we are always looking for more talent to feature on our website feature on our radio and also in our magazine and you can find my personal contact information on that page as well and even my phone number and I am extremely easy to reach. You will not get a secretary, you will get me and I look forward to hearing from anybody who wants to work
1: with me. And I can definitely vouch for that. She is easy to get to and she will keep up on you if you don't give that to her. <laughs> I love it. And you can find you can find you on Facebook, on LinkedIn, on MySpace, on Twitter and Reverb Nation. Correct?
2: Everywhere. Everywhere. The
1: All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this has been an in depth moment with Miss Chantal Atkins from the Rhythmic Lounge. There will be more from the Underground Experience right after this. I used to be a major contributor here, but now I'm a major receiver here. Standing live with my
3: family here. This don't make me happy here. I've been down and beaten here. I need help, We need help. Come
2: together. Come together. Yeah. Stick together. Stick together. Stick together. together.
0: Together. Come we gotta sit together. Stick together, time we come together. got to sit together. So, come on, come on. Think about a world with a social equality. Imagine a place with a balanced economy that a land with the well-received apology, This is all possible. If we follow we Cause we is the us that must invest in trust, not lust, for banks interest. It's unjust crime that has a stress. Let's bust these bonds with the system rest. Looks like your E B T
1: Ran out, ran out, A T and t and Oh put the ball the oh, call, all dressing life is messing with mine, Better find a
2: way while we still have time
3: America, the beautiful, but it's getting ugly. Government is blocking me with my money. Occupy New York and LA sleeping on the concrete. Yeah. Just to get your yeah. attention to yeah. mention that we out here it's hungry.
2: You
1: might know this already, but the track playing underneath is called "Unity." Come together, written, produced, and performed by Uncle Earl and Roach Killer, featuring Third Rail, Pamela Threats, and Khan. It is available now on iTunes, Amazon, and everywhere you can go to Zoom, Spotify. Check us out. And believe in the power in you 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 got one life,
2: what you want 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 Alone we stumble, together we move. It's never too late to start all over
0: again This is our time to shine and be courageous Again Spread the word, our cause is to take us opportunities now we can't start wasting band together bring unity to the nation It's time to
2: come together 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 Stick, together. Stick, together. Stick together. come together come together come together. Stick together. Stick together. come together 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 come and we got Roach Killer, and we signing off for peace and unity.